Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for Friday, May 6, 2011, and now the news. Yesterday, we reported that GM's first quarter earnings stunned Wall Street, and they did, at least until lunchtime. But the more the analysts poured over the numbers, the more they did not like them. Instead of focusing on net profits, Wall Street bored in on operating profits. And as we pointed out here yesterday, in that area, GM severely underperformed Ford. And so, despite tripling its net profit, GM stock dropped yesterday. But you know, I wouldn't read a whole lot into that. Ford stock dropped too. In fact, the whole market dropped as prices for commodities took it on the chin. In fact, oil prices dropped $9 a barrel. So hang on to your hat. We could be in for quite a ride. Speaking of GM, it's struggling to hold on to customers who bought those brands that it closed down during bankruptcy. According to the Wall Street Journal, there are over 3 million people in the United States driving Saturns, Pontiacs, and Hummers. But when it comes time for a new ride, most of them are going somewhere else. This year, 70% of Pontiac owners, 71% of Saturn owners replace their cars with one of GM's competitors. GM's trying to keep those customers with incentives and special deals. But you know, it's not only GM facing this problem. Ford has lost 65% of Mercury customers. And you know, maybe this helps explain why Saab is doing so poorly right now. Once you close down a brand, even if it's only temporarily, the customers scatter to the winds. And yet, in more GM news, its sales in China were down last month. The company sold over 200,000 vehicles in April, but that was a drop of 5% compared to a year ago. But it's not just GM. Even though the market continues to grow, the whole Chinese market is slowing down. Ever since the government eliminated subsidies, fuel prices there are skyrocketing, and major cities are severely curtailing how many new cars they will allow. And so that probably explains our next story. GM's China operations are going to start selling low-priced cars in India. Reportedly, the company will bring the new sale and the Baozhen brand to the Indian market. Okay, no more GM stuff for the rest of the show. But you know, people are not going to like this story if it ever becomes law. The Detroit News reports that the Obama administration is looking at a new road tax based on vehicle miles driven, or VMT. I'll say that again, based on vehicle miles driven, and that's to help raise money for our crumbling roads. As more EVs and hybrids hit the pavement, the government continues to lose funds from the gas tax. So the government leaked out a proposal to tax the VMT. Just as quickly, they backed away from that leaked 500-page document, but it sure looks like this was a trial balloon. You know, the public will go apoplectic when it hears about this idea. You know, Big Brother is watching you everywhere you drive. But we do need to do something to fix our roads. So what do you think the Fed should do? Leave a comment in the space below. Wards just reported new car sales in Canada, and there's some interesting numbers to report. 
Sales were up over 8% compared to March and 2.5% more than April of 2010. Total deliveries were just a little shy of 160,000 units, but what's surprising here is the order the car makers came in. So far this year, Ford is the top seller in Canada, but Chrysler just muscled its way past General Motors. Toyota was number four, and Hyundai rounded out the top five brands. The names are all the same as in the U.S., but the orders are all jumbled up. You know, I guess the Canadians are just like you and me. At the Paris Auto Show last fall, Jaguar unveiled a beautiful concept car called the CX-75. Not only is it drop-dead gorgeous, it also presents some tantalizing performance specs. 0 to 60 in less than 3 seconds, 0 to 100 miles an hour in less than 6 seconds, top speed over 200 miles an hour, and yet it emits less than 99 grams of CO2 per 100 kilometers. That's about the same as the two-cylinder version of the Fiat 500. And that's because this Jaguar is actually a series hybrid that uses miniature turbine engines made by a company called Bladen. Jaguar's parent company Tata has taken a significant position in Bladen, and that leads us to the real news in this story. Jaguar is going to build this car, but only 250 of them. The price? A mere 700,000 pounds. That's about $1.1 million. And Williams Formula One is going to help Jaguar build the carbon fiber car in England. Coming up next, the chairman and CEO of Borg Warner has got a great story about the Indianapolis 500. What if we always settled for the first thing that came along? Then we'd never have gotten here. Introducing the Sonata Hybrid from Hyundai. Tim Manganello is the chairman and CEO of Borg Warner, and he's also my guest on Autoline Detroit this week. Here's a clip from that show that I found pretty amusing, all about him talking to the race queen at the Indy 500 just a couple of years ago. It's a fun sport. It's coming back. Uh, the, as I see the stadiums or the, the stands around the track, they're full or almost full every year. Uh, there was a couple of lean years. You know, they would have to admit to that. But it's, I think it's, it's coming back. And open wheel racing seems to be coming back. And uh, Indy, the IRL League and the Indy 500 itself, I think are doing very well now. And, um, and they, you know, they've got some great drivers. Uh, one, of the, one of the perks of this job is that uh, not only do you get to be in the winner's circle and put the wreath on the dri winning driver, and it's kind of a fun story because the way it goes is they, uh, they do the Firestone hat, then they do the Borg Warner wreath. And then the, the queen kisses the driver, um, and then, then the driver drinks the milk and sprays milk all over everybody. <laughs> the one year that, uh, that looked like at the end of the race that Danica Patrick might win the race, the queen turns to me and says, there's no way I'm going to kiss Danica Patrick. <laughs> I said, no problem. Here's the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but they have, they, we've never had to make those adjustments. That's an engineering change on the fly. But we haven't had to make that adjustment, but someday we'll have to figure that out. <laughs> Manganello told the race queen she could hand out his hat while he kissed the winner. By the way, you can see that entire interview right now on our website. 
or check out your local public television station because AutoLine is now carried in more than 40 markets across the United States and you can see it coast to coast in Canada. And don't forget to check out Roundabout live tonight at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can watch it on our website, AutoLineDetroit.tv. If you haven't checked it out, it's a fun way to start the weekend, so do it. And that brings us to the end of today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you Monday. Network with top decision makers at the Wards Auto Interiors Conference on May 17th in Dearborn. Keynote speakers are Ralph Gilles, Senior VP of Product Design at Chrysler, and Robert Gilardi, Senior Lead Designer for the Ford Mustang, plus high-level speakers from GM, Toyota, Hyundai, and more. Register now at autointeriors.com.